Hey everybody, my name is Ian and this is The Thinker's Tribe. So, Music To Be Murdered By, B-Side is the new album, well it's actually a deluxe album to Music To Be Murdered By which was released in January and we get 16 brand new tracks along with 20 tracks from the original album. Full disclosure first, I am a stan aka a hardcore fan of Mr. Marshall Mathers, but I also am a student of the classics, you know, Rakim, Redman, Method Man, NWA, Cool G Rap, and of course, Park and Biggie. Also, if anybody from Innerscope, Shady, or Aftermath is listening, I did make this intro track, and I'm open to work, and look forward to uh, my producer credit being on M's next album. Not gonna happen no not gonna happen <laughs> not gonna happen so like the previous two releases from Eminem this was a surprise album with no promos leading up to the album and I think that's really a great strategy for M given the climate and the perception of him as an artist right now he's reached a level that no matter what he does is going to be considered a failure by the mainstream media and this was addressed on the previous album as well by which I mean the original music to be murdered by. So giving people no time to form hate like they did with 2017's revival, there was quite a weird outburst on just in the track list without any of the music coming out. So I think stuff like this with no warning is really the best sort of release for Eminem. But hey, let's talk about Eminem still being relevant at almost the age of 50, he's gonna turn 50 in two years and he has over 10 number one albums which is just astonishing and he's the only artist in his era apart from Jay-Z to achieve this within hip-hop. So in terms of stats, the album originally was slated to debut at number three on the Billboard 200 but that has changed because the fans with their overpowering support for Eminem, especially the hardcore Eminem fans have pushed it up to number two on the Billboard 200, which is still remain to be seen, but these are the predictions as of right now. And originally the album was supposed to sell about 65 to 70,000 copies in its first week, but it's looking like more of 85,000 to 90,000. So that's Eminem's fans for you. And this is a much lower number compared to Eminem's album in January where it sold somewhere in the ballpark of 200,000 plus copies but here's the thing with deluxe albums right people don't really expect a lot because it's more or less the continuation of the theme of the original album so people feel that it's something more of a similar theme no more exploration by far of the artist as well as deluxe editions don't really carry the best songs but there are few ones on here that i feel are really original album songs really good ones so before we get into reviewing the b-side and the tracks that i liked and some of the bars that were good uh, let's talk about the a-side uh, music to be murdered by which was released on january 17th of this year and was named after the alfred hitchcock album of the same name the Alfred Hitchcock album was essentially a musical score that tried to replicate or induce a horror suspense sensation for the listeners 
and music to be murdered by both a side and b side does have original hitchcock clippings so that's pretty cool um keeping with that tone of the original original album by alfred hitchcock so music to be murdered by a side which was released in january is one of m's best efforts in most recent years uh it showcased that m was diverting from these tough rock beats and more into current beats there were a lot of great producers on music to be murdered by a side from day got that dope was one of my favorite producers rick racks and trevor lawrence jr as well of course it was produced by the legendary dr dre the collaborations on the a side of music to be murdered by were really great really new artists more current artists that eminem was collaborating with obviously the most attention was the collaboration with the late juice world uh, on the song godzilla but there were also a lot of other exciting features with don toliver white gold slaughterhouse without joe budden of course uh, anderson pack q-tip and black thought but before we get into this b-side music to be murdered by review i think it's important to take a look at eminem in the current state of hip-hop because eminem when he released recovery it's not the same eminem who's releasing music to be murdered by b-side there is a complete shift in dynamic and i'm going to tell you what's changed well not what's changed but how most people and the media kind of view eminem today so if you read the reviews of Eminem's last few projects after revival even with the reinvention of more advanced lyrical schemes better rhymes and even better beats he is by far not the favorite by music critics it seems no matter what he does there is some disdain for Eminem for which i do not know so the past few Eminem albums there was you know Eminem was kind of all over the place with subject matter you know i think the fundamental problem with this is that there are so many different fans across Eminem's fan base he is the number one selling rapper of all time let's just get that out of the way so there are people who say oh we want shady but when he gives you shady people are saying grow up and when his content is more mature drawn from experiences or things that he's passionate about people say oh man no we don't want that we want slim and it goes into this whole thing where it it's like it's so wide the criticism that no matter what he does people are going to critique it so Eminem on a lot of albums is very confused because he gives you two sides and as exciting as both those sides are it doesn't form a complete album because he's trying to please both these sides there's also this unreasonable expectation from Eminem where every line and every verse has to be great and pack the punch and be able to be rhymed inexplicably well but that's really weird for me you know because there are legends like Park and Biggie and Rakim where I like the songs I really like the songs but I don't tear apart every line every verse because if I did I know I would find some kind of flaw in it so that's a very weird way of critiquing an artist's work I also feel Eminem in essence has a lot fewer places to visit in the genre of hip hop I mean he's been doing this for over 21 years 
he's had every award that a musician can get uh probably except grammy for um album of the year but as per kamikaze it doesn't look like he wants any part of that anymore i think where eminem can only really reinvent himself at this point without critique is his rhyming ability it's still top notch and it seems like his rhyming ability gets better with every album and eminem has this skill where he his rhymes and his flow turns into the instrumental essentially he goes so well within the beat and within the instrumental that it's almost like his raps are part of the instrumental and i don't i haven't heard anybody who can do that as well as him so those are just a few of the problems that i see that eminem has within the current state of the culture of hip hop without further ado let's get into it and review some of the good the bad and the just the plain confusing that i found on this album i'm really glad that da got the dope was one of the biggest producers on this album he's done a phenomenal job with a lot of these beats and let's see if b side is actually better than a side of music to be murdered by so the album kicks off with an intro which is a snippet of the voice of the late alfred hitchcock where he states the a side of the album was music for a pleasant passing but the music that you're about to listen to is for or is music to be buried by essentially so the actual music part opens with the second track called black magic and it's with skylar gray a common collaborator on every album of ends i like the hook the hook is really nice but to be fair i really like all of skylar's hooks and it talks about a toxic love relationship surprise surprise uh that m is involved with and it ends up with him murdering his girlfriend again surprise surprise uh but i like this i mean even though it has been a repetitive theme through albums since he started his career i really like this the beats are good the rhymes are fantastic and it kind of reminded me of the martial matters lp with updated beats which was really nice so the next song is called alfred's theme this beat is fun like a horror carnival meets hip hop something that would be on 2009's revival uh, another eminem album back in the day uh, this showcases eminem's insane lyrical prowess and rhyming ability i am a sucker for wordplay sometimes people say uh, oh eminem's wordplay is so corny but you know what i am a sucker for wordplay no matter how corny it might be versus like call me santa claus cuz at the present i outrap them all i'm at the mall a clever flip on rapping presents as well as outrapping everybody in the rap genre this song is a lyrical treat mnm does once again outdoes himself in the rhymes and the wordplay and i just i love this song i can vibe to it all day m lyrical prowess and rhyming ability in the song tone deaf it's mostly a lot of clever bars with a somewhat bearable chorus having Eminem say that he won't stop until everyone cancels him which the way people are going i mean that might be pretty soon but i don't want that to happen by any means i don't any great artist to be canceled but in the last verse it flips back and says that he doesn't care if he gets canceled because he's just going to keep rapping for the rest of his life basically when i saw the tracklist one of the songs that i was really excited about was the feature with DJ Premier i'm a big fan of DJ Premier and he doesn't make much of 
in appearance except on the chorus and the bridge of the song and the hook of the song is just it's no it's it's just a big no the song talks about the critics uh reaction of Eminem and him basically responding to them which has been kind of a constant since 2018's Kamikaze throughout the song there are these echoes in Eminem's rhymes and verses it it's nice in the beginning but it kind of gets annoying towards the middle part of the song the second part of the song which is produced by my favorite producer uh, who is a young producer called Ear the producer is much better in terms of the flow and M rides the cadence like he's part of the instrumental so beautifully and that's the really the highlight of the song the second part is really the highlight of the song a good song but like a lot of good M songs the hook kind of destroys the replay value of the song the next song that i think a lot of people really hyped about was uh, a song called favorite bitch uh, by r&b artist ty dolla sign i don't know what the hell ty dolla sign was even doing on the track ty i'm a big fan of yours but i don't know the hook is bad as much as people shit on eminem led hooks where eminem is leading the hook I think he would have done a much better job. The song compares the rap game to a woman and in essence saying the rap game has changed and how it is different through the personification of a woman. This is not the first time Eminem has done this though. A similar subject matter was raised in 2010's recovery album on a song called From 25 to Life. But the difference is in that song Eminem was literally screaming the lyrics. That being said, a majority of this album is calm mnm i don't know how to quite react to that because the majority of his career he's been angry mnm so to hear a more calm more relaxed mnm is really refreshing and i'm here for it i'm here for calm mnm as much as i miss the angry mnm i'm here for calm mnm another song that was really hyped up on this album gun blazing featuring dr dre and i was really excited i haven't heard a dr dre and mnm feature that was really good in a really long time And honestly I was disappointed with the Dr Dre verse. I think it could have been a different beat uh knowing Dr Dre's rhymes and flows but unfortunately it was this old school beat that Dr Dre didn't really ride very well. In Eminem's verse he seems to be saying a lot of direct things to this girl Michelle. I think all of us are thinking right now who the fuck is Michelle? But uh it could be a real person or someone based on a real person but we'll never know. I'm sure the internet will dig their hardest to find out. The lines are good on the song, but again, the hook kind of destroys the replay value, and I think that's also one of the biggest criticisms when it comes to Eminem songs and albums. Next, we move on to Nat, which is the single and a music video accompanied to the single that was released the same time as the album was. I think some of the best bars, rhymes, and cadence is in this song. uh there's a verse that i really like it says cuz even if i don't have a dog in the fight they ain't never gonna get rid of the fight in the dog which says so much i don't think i need to explain that to you the rhymes are outstanding there are a lot of coronavirus uh, rhyme schemes in here but in december of 2020 it's been done by a lot of different artists In fact even before this album Eminem hopped on a track with Kid Cudi and did a really good a coronavirus rhyme scheme and I think that was uh more of a highlight on coronavirus bars specifically 
uh, compared to this song but this song has a lot better rhymes a lot more wordplay i feel and i think it's a great song you know to start off the album and put forth as a single the beat on nat is fantastic i think it has the best instrumental on this entire album this is why i love da got the dopey the phenomenal producer and the beat changes in the middle of this actually the beat changes twice in the song and eminem changes the flow so effortlessly it's such a pleasure to listen to the way he becomes the instrumental i know i'm i'm talking a lot about eminem becoming the instrumental becoming part of the beat but he does it so flawlessly that it's such a pleasure to listen to so the next song we're going to talk about is a song called higher it's a song that i didn't really like uh, it had that rick rubin kind of rock beat from revival and yes I do know Rick Rubin as a producer has done a lot of different things other than Revival and the Marshall Mathers LP2 which had that kind of rock renegade kind of vibe beat to it. The hook of the song is my least favorite hook on the entire album. I would even go so far to say that this is a little bit of cringe. I don't like the hook at all. It's bad. I can't believe I said it's bad, but it's bad. It's a bad hook. on the album the rhymes are good as always uh that's the only good takeaway i think you can say from higher the beat and the rhymes are really good but the chorus is just bad mnm goes back to the critics once again as he usually does on a track called these demons featuring madge this is a great song i really like this song and the hook is also really nice it's short and it's beautiful I can't believe I'm saying this because I've been spending a majority of this review criticizing the hooks of this album but this hook is really really nice. There is comments on Black Lives Matter in the song which is good. Eminem seems to be very consistent as a celebrity when it comes to Black Lives Matter and being against racist cops. You see a lot of celebrities saying oh okay it's bad and all that stuff and then after a few months it kind of dies down but Eminem is a person who has been consistent with this subject matter since 2017's Untouchable. These Demons is one of those songs where Eminem spits fire in terms of his lyricism and his rhymes where he spits a few lines but those few lines can mean 10 or 12 things and this is another thing that Eminem is so skilled at just you know the interpretation of the lines which you know it would go over most people's heads but if you really pay attention and you know listen to the lyrics it's so complex and so beautiful in its own way the next song i'm not going to talk too much about uh it's one of those love songs in every Eminem album where i don't know if he's just expressing himself in his personal life because i don't know anybody who likes these kind of songs and of course i'm not talking about love the way you lie or monster those big hit songs these newer songs that came out on say kamikaze with jesse reyes which i kind of liked but then the other songs on the a side of music to be murdered by were like farewell where i'm like eh okay i mean but then again not everybody has to like everything you put out but i don't know anybody who really likes this type of mnm song but if you're expressing yourself kudos to you my man positives to take away from she loves me mnm's rhyming ability a part to none one of the greatest lyricists 
of our time if not the greatest lyricist but the subject matter again i'm not going to go back to that next song the next song called killer is one of my absolute favorites of the album once again da got that dope coming in and killing it as a producer the hook is fantastic i man i shit on the hook so much during the first part of the album but the hooks of the second part of the album is really good especially the ones produced by da he he has a knack i guess for producing great hooks uh there are some mature themes here and great wordplay as well it's a great song to dance to i can't believe i'm saying that cuz when you listen to eminem you vibe to it you listen to the lyrics you dissect i can't believe i'm saying that an eminem song in 2020 is a great song to dance to i mean we've all danced to ass like that and smack that i mean i don't know if every eminem song that's danceable is about booties but this one is not about booties but it's a great song great hook and i'm here for it uh when you think of eminem you don't really think of club songs you know he's not drake but you do think of more of a thinker that song the thinker oh man that bar is crazy oh what a punch at the end of that rhyme but this is refreshing i'm here for club bangers by eminem the next song is my favorite song of the album it's called zeus it's also a song that's making a lot of noise on social media and on the internet the song immediately starts off with taking a shot at takashi 69 uh it says uh she says i am trash but she listens to takashi but you lost me fair weather wishy washy she thinks machine gun washed me swear to god man her favorite rapper wish he'd cross me Sorry I had to put you guys through that but the thinker tribe is a safe space don't go on the comments like that I know it I know you're thinking it but don't go on the comments and come at me like that So basically he's saying that his girlfriend or his fling or whatever complicated relationship Eminem is into right now causing trash but she lives with Takashi 69 so if you don't know Takashi 69 is the worst he is literally an embodiment of the worst not rap music worst music that you will listen to then he takes another shot at machine gun kelly who he had a feud with in 2018 and he won that battle with uh, releasing kill shot and uh, kind of ruined mgk's career and this is something that i'm so over with i mean i know eminem likes to start shit and he he loves the feud because he's the most creative when a feud is ongoing with him and he responds on a track but let it go em i mean it's over you literally destroyed this man's career he's gone from rap to punk rock you need to let this go part of this song that's creating a lot of media attention is when he apologizes to rihanna who he kind of dissed in the year 2009 or early 2010 before he actually had worked with Rihanna siding with Chris Brown and the domestic abuse allegations and case and everything like that so he apologizes and it seems like a really heartfelt apology the song was leaked it wasn't meant to be leaked and it's what just one of those things because there are a lot of leaks that happen in rap that cause feuds and cause people to sour relationships because rappers 
just go and try to rhyme things and you know just put things out sometimes they just hit the booth to get their frustrations out it was just one of those really complicated situations so the song is talked about for one main reason and that is taking aim at Snoop Dogg uh, which is weird because Eminem and Snoop Dogg are essentially in the same camp you know being that close with Dr Dre and it all started when so we went on the breakfast club which is a big hip hop radio show in the united states and basically said mnm the great big white hope he, that he was not in his top 10 a lot of people have him and the tone was kind of aggressive but what mnm clarified in an interview recently was the fact that snoop actually went on and said music that i can live without and mnm's music was that So for those of you who have not heard the track I'm just going to tell you what M said and how he addressed Snoop Dogg. So he says, "And as far as squashing beef, I'm used to people knocking me, just not in my camp. And diplomatic as I'm trying to be, last thing I need is Snoop Dogg in me. Man, dog, you are like a damn god to me. Nah, not really. Haha. <laughs> I had dog backwards." I guess listening back that is a maybe a full on this I'm kind of confused. I don't know if it's a full on diss. I'm just I'm just curious how that conversation would have happened because Dr. Dre is really close with Eminem but at the same time he's really really close with Snoop Dogg. So I don't know if that Dre's like you know what I get it. Just do your thing. I don't know how I'm just curious how did that conversation play out. But you know I don't think Snoop Snoop will ever respond in a song. So Snoop Dogg did respond on Instagram through an Eminem fans page and I'm not going to repeat what he said because it contains a lot of expletives in one sentence but he said the track was in all that great and this is really alarming this could be the most polarizing beef in hip hop history and these are two legends two icons and it is going to turn into a racial thing it is going to turn very very ugly if it gets blown up they're going to be verified accounts just as crooked eye another rapper mentioned they're going to be verified accounts who pick sides and hip hop that has been this inclusive art form for the past 30 years those doors are going to close so i don't want to see this happen but it could happen it could blow up and it could be a really really big thing that being said let's get back and discuss the track zeus So he once again in the song stands up for black people who have been murdered uh by the hands of racist white police and he does this thing where he involves a lot of people's names names that don't rhyme into a beat and a flow and he makes them rhyme I just don't know how he does this this is why as much as you hate Eminem you can never dethrone him as the greatest lyricist of our time. It's just insane how he does it. If you don't want to listen to the whole album, don't listen to the whole album, but listen to Zeus. Listen to the ones I recommend on this album. It is just insane. And here's another thing that I love about this album. Collaborating with White Gold makes so much sense. It's such a powerful duo. I had no idea that this song would sound so good, but it does. So Zeus a definite winner uh, on this album. 
and the last song of the album is called Discombobulated, which is a fun song to end the album with, a fun beat with M. He writes it well once again, really nice wordplay and rhymes. It's very reminiscent of a mix of the Eminem show and Relapse, so that was a really nice way to end out the album. At the end of it, uh, this album is a lyrical win for hip-hop. But that being said, are there a lot of hip-hop fans who even appreciate lyricism in this genre anymore? Uh, my big complaint was there isn't really a structure to the tracklist. I felt like they just put all the songs together. I could be wrong, but it just felt like, like listening to it was different compared to listening to Music To Be Murdered By on the original because there was a lot of structure to it. It felt like a natural progression track by track. But somehow this doesn't feel and kind of felt weird uh, when you play the album out in full length. So Eminem has this thing for most of his albums where he'll put something for everyone like a little bit of Slim Shady, a little bit of mature Eminem, a few jokes uh, in terms of rhyme schemes and flows. But this album felt like he got really good producers to send him some beats and he, and he just went crazy. He just went batshit crazy and I think maybe that's a nice approach. Uh, I think he's really maybe he's just given up on trying to please everyone and is finally just doing what feels right to him I also feel Eminem's albums would be commercially more successful and also critically more successful if he would just cut them down um, I love Music To Be Murdered A-Side it was a phenomenal album songs like Leaving Heaven Marsh Yeah Yeah I Will were killer songs I felt it was those were some of the best songs in hip hop for 2020. But the album as a whole, just like 20 songs on A side was too long. And over here, 16 songs also feel too long. There are about 10 great songs on this album. Maybe bust it out to 12 and it would be a much more enjoyable album. But with all these fillers here and there, it kind of felt like I get that you're trying to make a full-length album and fill out the space. Yeah, so there are negatives. Um, some of the hooks in the early part of the album are really weak. I felt like it was kind of a chore listening to the hooks and it kind of ruined the replay value. Uh, songs like uh, Higher, the chorus was really cringy. Um, even She Loves Me, I, I didn't enjoy it. Maybe there's a person who enjoys these type of songs from Eminem, but I certainly didn't. Uh, the latter part of the album, and I feel that like even, I felt that with Music To Be Murdered, uh, side A, the latter part of the album I enjoyed much more than the first part of the album. Uh, that being said, there are things that he did on point, the rhymes are fantastic, the flows, He's more up with current beats right now, which is so good to see. Uh, working with producers like Ea the producer and uh, Diego the dope is really nice. Uh, these are hot new producers who are aware of the current trends in hip hop. And but at the end of it, if I had to choose music to be murdered by the original or music to be murdered by B side, I would choose the original. I felt like it had a lot more, I wouldn't say substance, but I felt like it was the all-star project 
it was treated like an all-star project and not like a deluxe project. I felt the deluxe edition was for his fans to go crazy and people who love lyrics and wordplay to go crazy. He didn't really cater to the larger spectrum of uh, hip-hop fans and hip-hop uh, listeners. Um, I, I don't know if he just does not give a fuck anymore or it's just something that was done intentionally. I also feel the original album had a slight, like just a slight advantage on the beats as well as the collabs were definitely better. Uh, you know, collabs with Anderson Park and Don Tolliver, I enjoyed those songs, those were really nice. As well as having Slaughterhouse, I know that's an all-star team you can't have on every album, but that was the songs like Yaya and I Will were really nice additions to the original album. So while I've been critical, there's no doubt that this is a great album. Uh, it's full of lyrical prowess and has fantastic beats. And just goes to show that Eminem is just like wine. The longer you keep it, the better it gets. Alright you guys, this has been The Thinker's Tribe. I hope you liked this episode. I hope you liked the review. And just like Music To Be Murdered by B-Side, we are also streaming on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, iHeartRadio, uh, Ghana and Geo Savan. Please do give us a like if you truly enjoyed this episode and subscribe or follow us if you want to stay up to date with all the episodes and we're all over social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter and tell us what you thought of the episode and how you would like us to improve if you want us to improve. We love feedback or what you want to hear about next in our next episodes. And we look forward to hearing from all of you really soon. This is the Thinker's Tribe.